Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Spring football and the battle for the Brawl of the Wild trophy each officially came to an end over the weekend. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In a rivalry match with championship ramifications, Montana State clinched a share of its first Big Sky Conference men's tennis title since 2013 and the third in school history with a 5-2 win over the rival Grizz in Bozeman. On Saturday, the Bobcats took two doubles matches to capture the first point of the competition, then won three out of four singles matches to clinch the victory. The rivalry win gave Montana State an additional point in the Brawl of the Wild series presented exclusively each year by Town Pump. That point also gives Montana State a 9-6 lead with two events remaining, meaning the Bobcats will secure the all-sports trophy over the Grizz for the sixth year in a row. The available points for men's and women's outdoor track and field remain, but the Bobcats secured the series victory by splitting volleyball, sweeping cross-country, splitting men's and women's basketball, sweeping indoor track and field, and sweeping tennis. The Grizzlies earned series victories in football and women's golf while earning single points for the splits in volleyball and hoops. Spring football came to a close with the Sunny Holland Spring Classic in Bozeman on Saturday. The Bobcats wrapped up spring drills 15 days later than the Grizz. In a split squad scrimmage, the Gray team scored 24 unanswered points to win 24-17. For more on the Sunny Holland Classic, tune in to Nuanez now at 4 p.m. today. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
We got too many things in the sports world around the state of Montana to talk about. What's up, everybody? A little Rage Against the Machine for you to get our number two of Nuanez now kicked off. Thanks so much for kicking with us here on your Monday. Hopefully, you're having an outstanding start to your week. Hope you had a great weekend. Missed anything in the first hour of the show, the Montana Football Hour. We talked some uh, Gabe Sulser, transferring from the Grizzlies. Talked some Troy Anderson, NFL Draft. Heard from Brent Vegan and Tommy Mallott on the Sunny Holland Spring Classic, the last spring football event here in the Treasure State at the Division I level. Gave you our 10 most compelling Grizz to watch coming out of spring ball. And also, uh, going to give you a, a little, we're going to continue the conversation, by the way, about the 10 most compelling Bobcats coming out of spring football as well here in hour number two. You can find everything from the Montana Football Hour presented by the Advocates on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as the fine folks there at the Advocates. If you want to be a part of the show, you always can, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Our guests will always join us with the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. You can call and or text that line anytime. Let's continue this conversation. Before, actually, a couple other things to touch on right now. Uh, just a couple of news briefs here before we continue this spring football conversation. First, Robbie Beasley, among the most impactful or at least recognizable Names in the NCAA transfer portal out of the Big Sky Conference. A guy who averaged about 12 points per game this last year at Montana. He has landed at UC Davis. So, Robbie Beasley lands at UC Davis. Kyle Owens from Montana, one of the other most notable guys in the transfer portal. He adds at UC Riverside. So, those two guys will play against each other next year. So, there's that. As you heard in the Sports Center, Montana State beat Montana in men's tennis. Over the weekend, that earned the Bobcats a share of the Big Sky Conference Championship. They split with Idaho. Each one finished 7-1 and one in league play. That's the first Big Sky Championship for the Bobcats in men's tennis since 2013 and only their third in program history. It also helped the Bobcats score a point in the Brawl of the Wild series, meaning that the Brawl of the Wild series presented proudly by Town Pump Food Stores goes to the Bobcats for the sixth year in a row. So this year, the Bobcats got to their nine points. By the way, there still is two more points to be determined in both men's and women's outdoor track and field. But because there's only two and the Bobcats have a three-point lead, the trophy now belongs to MSU. The Bobcats got there by sweeping men's and women's cross country, men's and women's indoor track and field, men's and women's tennis, the Bobcats then picked up three other points by splitting in volleyball, splitting in men's and women's basketball. The Grizz got two points. So the football rivalries were two. So the Grizz got two points for the football rivalry and then picked up points with those three splits. Uh, and then the Grizz finished ahead of the Bobcats in the women's golf championships last weekend. So that's how the Grizz got to six. What does it all mean? I'm not sure. But I do know this. It is a great... Uh, representation of the health of your athletic department, a great across-the-athletic department competition between the Cats and the Grizz. It's also phenomenal engagement in the community by Town Pump. Town Pump, proud, exclusive sponsor of the Brawl of the Wild series. They have a great new rewards program that's going to help you get 
Discounts on gas, coffee, snacks, car washes. Town Pump offers so many different things, and if you join their rewards program, they're going to hook you up with great deals, great discounts across the board. So go check out the Town Pump rewards program. I also thought this was crazy and worth noting before we get back into some football talk. Over the weekend, Missoula Hellgate graduate and local pro runner Adam Peterman, he continued to rise through the ranks of ultra running. He can add another milestone to his list. Peterman, who was uh, a graduate from Hellgate in 2015, who went on to run at Colorado, he won the 2022 Canyons by UTMB 100K Ultra Run in Auburn, California. It's the longest race Peterman's ever finished. I've probably not run 100 kilometers in my entire life, <laughs> let alone simultaneously. You didn't hear it wrong, 100 kilometers. He finished the race, which took place primarily in and out of the western foothills of the Sierra Nevada mountain range. So, by the way, this is not just running 100 kilometers on a flat track or a flat road, which in itself would be crazy. He's doing this in the foothills of the Sierra Nevada mountains. More than 15,000 total feet of climbing. The dude did it in eight hours and 31 minutes and change. Silly. We got to get Adam Peterman on the show. I, I can't even wrap my mind around how you can even get to the point of being able to do that. I, I really don't. I don't know how that's even possible. <laughs> but regardless, congratulations to Adam Peterman. We we joke and jest. What a phenomenal accomplishment. The uh, the winner of the Canyons by UTMB 100-kilometer ultra run over the weekend. Eight minutes, excuse me, eight hours, 31 minutes, and 58 seconds. Peterman's official time. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Let's keep talking some spring football. Here's my 10 most compelling Bobcats slash storylines coming out of the Sunny Holland Spring Classic from over the weekend. First, I got my eye on that offensive line. I think it's a, an interesting scenario Montana State's in. They lose from the last two years. They lose four Really good players, a great player, a, a All-American player in Lewis Kidd, as well as all-league players like Taylor Tuiasa, Sopo, Connor Wood, and Zach Red. The number one, the first-team offensive line as of right now features five, count them, five sophomores. Justice Perkins is a returning starter at center. Rush Reimer and TJ Session are returning starters at tackle. The inside guys, though, is what I'm going to be watching. JT Reed seems like he has the inside track to be a starter, but Marcus Ware also played his way up to being one of the number one offensive linemen at right guard. If you remember right, Marcus Ware is a former All-State defensive end out of Billings Central, but he's put on the weight, put on the strength, and that now he's sitting there with an opportunity at least to maybe at least be in the mix uh, on the other side of the ball from where he was initially brought in. So um, that's certainly an interesting fold as well. But he's going to be pushed by a variety of guys, including probably Cole Sane, who has been a starter. He was actually a starter for a couple games as a freshman at Montana, then went to a junior college, bounces back, and is now at Montana State. He will at the least be a depth guy, but he could push for a starting job. And then Joey McElroy, who is a senior out of Missoula Loyola, who's really come along well after suffering a bad knee injury a while ago. He was not playing in this Sunny Holland Spring Classic, but you have to imagine – in the fall, 
uh, he'll be in the mix as well. So a lot to be decided on the offensive front for the Bobcats. The other most compelling players and or storylines from the MSU side of things, Sebastian Valdez. I've been high on this kid since he first got to Montana State out of San Diego. He looks the part all day. He's built differently than almost most FCS defensive linemen you'll see. He's a real 6'3", 265 pounds. They got him playing on the inside, though. I think he could. He's athletic enough, I think, to play on the outside. Maybe they think he's going to get up to 280, 290, and if he does, he'll be incredibly explosive and tough to block on the inside. He's just a guy I'm really intrigued by. What does he develop in the fastest? Which position does he become elite at most quickly? That could have a, a direct reflection on the makeup and uh, and the way that the MSU defensive front looks. Another most compelling guy from the Bobcats is Brody Greeby, a kid out of Melstone, Montana, who has a great story that we've chronicled on this show extensively. He grew up in a tiny, tiny town, played six-man football. He also finished his basketball career as one of the all-time leading scorers in the history of the state. And in track, he freaked out and won four state championships at the Class C state meet with some unbelievable times Long jumping, almost 24 feet. I mean, he was he was next level, lights out. Yet, he didn't get the recruiting attention that maybe he thought he wanted. So he went to a prep school back east, ironically called Choate Academy, when Jeff Choate was still the coach at Montana State. He comes in with that extra year under his belt to MSU, and he's been very, very good. He had five sacks last year in a backup role on the MSU defensive line. But that's another key storyline. They have to replace... All-Americans like Chase Benson and Daniel Hardy, an all-big sky guy like Amandre Williams. How do they do it? It's going to take, most likely, big jumps from guys already in the program. And I think Brody Greeby, Sebastian Valdez probably have the two best opportunities for that. Some of the most compelling players out of Montana State football here on Nuanas. Now that's what we're doing, finishing up the Montana football hour because it spilled into this hour. Another guy I got my eye on is Nolan Askelson. He's been a great player since he got to Montana State. Out of Billings Senior, former defensive class AA defensive player of the year there at Senior. He played a lot as a redshirt freshman, and then he's been hurt. So can he get back? They need him to get back because they need all the help they can get on the inside. Callahan O'Reilly's a stalwart. He'll be a third-year starter, the senior out of Bozeman High, who has been really, really good and and, and somehow underrated. He's been he was Montana State's leading tackler in 2019 and their second leading tackler in 2021. And uh, so Askelson, O'Reilly, the two key and main candidates in the middle for Montana State, and who they got to replace in the middle? Torrey Anderson, a guy who's likely going to get his name called either Thursday or Friday during this upcoming NFL draft. Another guy that could be in the mix there who's really developed nicely physically is Alex Johnson. He's a hell in a high product, really smart guy who came in with a lot of academic accolades when he first signed at Montana State out of hell in a high. He also didn't have a lot of mass. He's got good height, good frame. He's six foot three, but he came in about 195 pounds. He's up to about 220 now. He's definitely got the strength to play on the inside, and now that strength is is uh, it's translating to confidence. He's playing a lot faster, and he's playing a lot harder, and he looks like he belongs. So can he be a guy there? That's a depth guy, a guy that can rotate in there at the inside linebacker spot. That'll be interesting. When you look at the rest of the Bobcat defensive front, I think Greeby's a dude for sure, and uh, I think he'll be uh, an impact guy for sure. 
uh, you know, barring any sort of unforeseen circumstances. The other defensive end spot right now is anchored by Ben Seymour, who's an unorthodox guy. He's only about 6'1", 230, but he's really, really explosive. He's got good bend. He's got good hands, good footwork, all that. But as we know, this day and age of college football, you need as many guys up there as you can. So who's the next guy? David Alston came in from Nebraska last year, and uh, he played a little bit. He had a hard time really leaving a mark there on the defensive front. But a guy that I think looks really good physically, and I really like his motor, is Hunter Parsons. He's a redshirt freshman out of Spark City, Nevada. He's listed right now as the number two behind Greeby, but can he find his way in to the rotation and maybe spell both Greeby and Seymour? That would be interesting because I do think Parsons is a guy that looks the part and is very good. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Hope you're having a great start to your Monday. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Going through some of the most compelling players coming out of spring ball for the Bobcats. We did the Grizzlies' 10 most compelling players in hour number one, so you can always find that on the Nuanas Now podcast. A couple more here uh, for the Bobcats. One is Rylan Ort. Ort was a phenomenal multi-sport athlete at Missoula Sentinel, a standout quarterback during his time with the Spartans, as well as a state champion javelin thrower. He switched to defense when he got to MSU. He's received really good uh, reviews internally as a really smart cerebral player there playing safety for Montana State. And uh, now he's going to have a real opportunity to become a real impact player for the Bobcats. He played behind Jeffrey Manning, who's back this year, as well as Trey Webb, who was sort of an, uh, an unsung standout for the Bobcats last year. But now Ort is kind of the leader in the clubhouse there at the strong safety position. If he can fit in there, then Manning, Ort, and Ty Okada as sort of your three safety slash your two safety and nickel threesome, that's pretty dang good. Ort looks the part. He certainly has the size and strength and speed to do it. He's up to about 205 pounds and looking great physically. Is he ready to embrace it? Is he ready to take that next step and become you know, starting level, top-tier level player in the big sky? I think he's, I think he's there, and uh, if he can, that'll be a, a good bolster for the uh, MSU secondary. And finally, the last uh, impact player and or storyline that I'll highlight here has to do with that secondary. I think that the Bobcats are still reaping the good fortune of some of Jeff Choate's recruiting uh, philosophies. Choate used to always say, I want to bring in as many really talented defensive backs that I can, that can all play, because about one in three guys work out. So if you got three for each one spot, you have way less chance of failing. I think Montana State, they got a, a really good place to start with Simeon Woodard, who had an outstanding freshman year last year. They got another good place to start at corner with Tyrell Thomas coming back for his fifth and final year. Does he play corner? Does he play nickel? That remains to be seen. But he's a veteran guy who's been a starter for most of his career. So that's good starting spots. Drew Polidor, the transfer from Air Force, had a couple interceptions in the scrimmage. He looks like a guy that will uh, at least threaten to push for playing time. James Campbell, who's a senior, 
He did not participate in the scrimmage, but he was a starter a year ago after moving over from wide receiver. He's a guy that has an opportunity uh, to continue to improve there as he gets that fifth and final year as part of his COVID shirt. So all those guys uh, are going to be at least sort of the front runners. But they also have other talented guys. Lavelle Price Jr., Brent Vegan noted, had a really good spring. Miles Jackson, a really talented guy who they really like from the, the Portland area, who had a hard time breaking in as a freshman but um, has a ton of upside. He looks like he'll likely be in the mix. Devin Davis, who got the start in the Sunny Holland spring game, they're at corner. And he was right ahead of Jackson Harmon. So those two guys could be in the mix as well. And uh, that's all to say that that's a lot of dudes for a couple spots. Who rises to the occasion? Who are the main contributors when fall rolls around, especially with some of those veteran guys coming back? Bobcats have great depth, and I thought that was on display during the Sunny Holland Spring Classic over the weekend in Bozeman. So there you go. That's a wrap on spring football. We'll keep talking Grizz. We'll keep talking Bobcats, of course, throughout the rest of the spring and summer. But that's sort of the end of this mini chapter uh, in the rivalry. And that puts a bow on this Montana football hour and a half, we'll call it. (laughs) Thanks to the advocates for their continued support of the Montana football hour. If you were in an accident that wasn't your fault, you can always call the advocates. No need to stress. The advocates will answer your questions and guide you through every step of your case. Call 406-640-4444 or chat online 24-7, montanaadvocates.com. A little blindside with the man Jeff Safford. Some NBA playoffs, some NFL draft, whatever else we can think of. Nuanas now rolls on. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 billion. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Spring football and the battle for the Brawl of the Wild trophy each officially came to an end over the weekend. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In a rivalry match with championship ramifications, Montana State clinched a share of its first Big Sky Conference men's tennis title since 2013 and the third in school history with a 5-2 win over the rival Grizz in Bozeman. On Saturday, the Bobcats took two doubles matches to capture the first point of the competition, then won three out of four singles matches to clinch the victory. The rivalry win gave Montana State an additional point in the Brawl of the Wild series presented exclusively each year by Town Pump. That point also gives Montana State a 9-6 lead with two events remaining, meaning the Bobcats will secure the all-sports trophy over the Grizz for the sixth year in a row. The available points for men's and women's outdoor track and field remain, but the Bobcats secured the series victory by splitting volleyball, sweeping cross-country, splitting men's and women's basketball, sweeping indoor track and field, and sweeping tennis. The Grizzlies earned series victories in football and women's golf while earning single points for the 
splits in volleyball and hoops. Spring football came to a close with the Sunny Hall and Spring Classic in Bozeman on Saturday. The Bobcats wrapped up spring drills 15 days later than the Grizz. In a split squad scrimmage, the gray team scored 24 unanswered points to win 24-17. For more on the Sunny Holland Classic, tune in to Nuanez now at 4 p.m. today. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. through and through today. Sorry if it's a little too heavy for you. Safford's back there playing his air guitar, so I know he's loving it. Snuana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for kicking it with us. A little Pantera for you on a Monday. If you weren't awake, now you are. Feeling very, very uh, juiced up today. Snuana's now comes to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. You can always check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting online at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Or you can visit here in the Garden City, the corner of Stevens and Mount. Also, do yourself a favor. Go get that ESPN Montana app. ESPN Montana or ESPN MT on your app store. Just search it. You'll get it. It's a great place to watch and or listen to this show, both live and archived. Also a great place to watch Grizz Lacrosse, as well as Grizz Hockey. But Grizz Lacrosse is still going there in the heart of their season. We're going to bring in our guy Jeff Savard, Andrew Houghton, out for the day. Hope he's enjoying a relaxing day off. But Jeff has been with us here at Missoula Broadcasting in some capacity since last summer. Uh, first dived in as the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads. Now he's also doing the play-by-play on Grizz Hockey and Grizz Lacrosse. So we're very happy to have him here. You've heard him on this show Quite a bit in the spring and summer talking baseball, but I wanted to talk some other stuff because this guy, you know, he's a sports guy, sports fan, came over to the house uh, this weekend, watched some NBA, so he's into all that sort of stuff too, and he's good at analyzing this stuff as well. So let's get into a little bit of it. We're going to do a little blind side here where neither Jeff nor I have told each other our questions for each other, and this conversation will be presented to you thanks to the M Store. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M-Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M-Store has a branded new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M-Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M-Store today and wear what the Grizz wear, or you can always shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Jeff, before we get in this blindside, I give people an update because I was coming back here to pound on a little ad copy when I heard uh, our fearless leader give an update on uh, Grizz Lacrosse. So it sounds like the Grizz Lacrosse team, they still have the conference tournament coming up this next week in Boise, but they have essentially qualified for nationals. Is this right? Well, I know there's been a lot of rumblings and... It's one of those things. Maybe I'm a baseball guy in at heart, and I'm a little superstitious. But it, to me, 
once you see that selection committee's official's decision, which the bracket won't be announced until May 1st, which is Sunday. So I'm thinking from that perspective, until Montana's name is in that 16-team field, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. And the team still, I'm sure, would like to perform well this weekend because their first game will be Saturday against Northwest Nazarene, a ranked opponent in MCLA lacrosse. And then the odds-on favorite to get to the championship is the College of Idaho. For sure. Who is the number two ranked team in the country. And they also have the second most first-place votes in the country. So a very undefeated team, very good team. So if they win both those games, obviously the Grizz will have a great seed at Nationals as well and would put themselves in a position to make a run at Nationals down in Austin. You can find all of this uh, upcoming action on that ESPN Montana app, and you can also find Jeff's great calls uh, here on ESPN Radio as well. So look forward to that as the postseason in college lacrosse uh, begins. All right, let's put a little blindside, Safford. we got a couple questions for each other, so let's start with you. What, uh, What do you got for me today? Well, we've been, or I should say you and Andrew have been talking a lot about the NBA playoffs and a lot of the matchups. And one of the teams that you've been focused on has been Brooklyn, the Nets. And for good reason with their superstar players, Kevin Durant, you've even said maybe the best overall player in the NBA or in the world right now. And Kyrie, or I should say, I'm sorry, Kyle Irving. (laughs) Carolyn's never going to live that one down. Unbelievable. And so much has been made about Brooklyn, but where's the love for the Boston Celtics? Where is the love for the Celtics? To me, the Celtics defensively, the way they've been playing this matchup defensive zone against Kevin Durant has been phenomenal. And how their bigs have been so good at being able to make things difficult on being able to jump out and contest. And pretty much everyone on the floor has been able to guard anybody. And that's been very cool to see. And to me, it's been more about the success of Boston than it has been the demise of the Nets. Because the Nets not performing well, to me, isn't a new thing. They've been struggling all season long. So what say you? That's a great one. And thank you so much for that one. Um, First of all, I I think there's a couple reasons why the Celtics don't get as much of the uh, the dialogue as, as some of the other teams, both in the Eastern Conference and in the NBA. One, I think they have less drama, which means that they're not being talked about quite as much, and that's a good thing. I think the less drama is a good thing. It's way less of a distraction. I also think that there was a, a little bit of a question mark what would happen to the Celtics when Brad Stevens moved on as the head coach and when uh, Ime Odoke took over as their Head coach. Ime Udoke, by the way, played where? Portland State. So he's a Big Sky Conference alum, played at Portland State in 99 and 2000. But he's the head coach of the Celtics, maybe the least recognizable name among NBA coaches. But I think finally the reason that the Celtics don't get nearly the uh, discussion that maybe they deserve is because Jason Tatum doesn't really say much. But guess what? Jason Tatum might be one of the five or six best players in the NBA. Right now, he's outplaying Kevin Durant. He's outplayed Durant in this series. You mentioned the matchup zone, but Tatum's kind of been the head of the snake. It hasn't just been that Tatum has been lights out offensively. 
It's also been that he's been unbelievable defensively. He's averaging 30 points per game in this series. He's playing 44 minutes a game. He's also been the main defender for Kevin Durant. And you're absolutely right, Jeff. Right now, the Boston Celtics are up 3-0 against this New York, this Brooklyn Nets team, excuse me, that nobody in the top half of the East wanted to play. People were trying to avoid them. The last couple games of the regular season, teams were sitting guys to try to not have to play the Nets. And here the Nets, or here the Celtics are, but excuse me, up 3-0 and up 30-26 to at the end of the first quarter in tonight's NBA playoff game. So uh, that's a very good one. Jeff Safford producing the show for us here today on ESPN Radio. I'm Coulter Nuanas. This is Nuanas now. Uh, I got a blind side for uh, Mr. Safford. I, I always like asking people uh, this question when they are um, very immersed in sports and love sports but don't come from Montana because Montana is a very unique place. Uh, in which sports is almost religion, particularly when it comes to the the rivalry between the two Division One schools here in state. Jeff hails from Northern California, but he has been here in Montana for a handful of years now. Lived up on the High Line for a little while, and uh, now has been here in Missoula for the last couple of years. What is your perception uh, of the Cat Grizz Grizz Cat rivalry? Because I think the people that are born and raised here. It's a way of life. It's almost sometimes over the top. It's also sometimes toxic, but it is a day-in and day-out discussion point that has a lot of passion behind it, and that makes it very fun for us objective observers to cover. What do you think of it? Well, it's absolutely something to me that in sports is completely unique. I went to the University of Oregon, and the University of Oregon has, I can't think of the name of they're supposed to call it now Oregon, Oregon State, because the the term Civil War is supposed to be kind of not used any longer. <laughs> we rid of this after so, hundreds so of I'm, years. I'm, okay. For what reason, I don't know. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. Exactly. But that game has an esteemed history similar to the Brawl of the Wild in terms of how many games they've played. And the vibe around that rivalry is completely different. And I think the biggest thing that I've noticed is that when it's Cat Grizz in November, it's a holiday. For sure. The entire state of Montana shuts down. And to me, that is extremely unique. Regardless if we're talking about any type of an event at all, For sports, sure. pop culture, anything. We're an entire group of people. We're talking over a million people, ladies and gentlemen, now. Being For sure. That that's, to me, extremely unique That a, from... And to take into account also looking at how large Montana is from from being with Grizz Lacrosse, I've gotten to know firsthand how big the state of Montana is riding around with Tucker in that smoking hot bus. (laughs) But, uh, you know, so that is very unique. Also, it's a great big group of people in a huge region all supporting one thing and loving one thing. I think that's so cool and unique. I think it's so cool about what it, it, it's what make what we do. It's what makes this so cool as well because people ask me this a lot. You know, you know, what's the future? Do you ever want to go to a big market? And I won't bore you with my own personal goals and things like that. But I always say this: you might have a daily radio show in Los Angeles, and you might talk about the Lakers and the Dodgers all day, every day, and to be sure, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people in that area care. 
But you also have to remember that there's like 30 million people in that area. So what percentage of people care? And that's why sports in general, I, I feel like a, a, a majority of people in Montana care about sports. The, the majority of Montanans care about some realm of sports at a in passion level. And then you talk about the Cagres rivalry. A vast majority of people care if it's just Cat Grizz. I mean, look at us with ESPN Radio and our partnership with Grizz Hockey. When the Bobcats were here, you didn't have to tell people anything besides Montana State's in town. Glacier Ice Rink, full. Cat Grizz, tennis. tennis. Men's tennis is not a highly visible sport in Montana. Most of the guys are international players. There's not a ton of media coverage of it. Yet, guess what? The Grizzlies were in Bozeman on Saturday. Standing room only at the tennis match. All you need to do is say, Cat Grizz, Grizz Cat, Montana, Montana State. People are coming out for that for sure. And then you talk about when you get to the basketball rivalry and then the football rivalry. And you're right. A vast, vast, vast majority of people are caring about it on that one day. And so many people are caring about it year-round. And I think that is a very, very cool and very, very special part of what we get to do here uh, at Nuanas Now at ESPN Radio. Jeff Safford chiming in with me, Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas Now. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. Maybe you're streaming on the ESPN Montana app. No matter how you're doing it, appreciate you for being here. All right, Jeff, what's your other blind side you got for me? Well, you kind of teased the NFL draft and the playoffs, but sure. now I'm, I'm really going to blindside you and bring in some Major League Baseball okay. into the equation. So last night, you may have been... Checking out a little Sunday night baseball. It was the Phils and the Milwaukee Brewers. And there was a little bit of a controversy at the end of the game. Kyle Schwarber was animately disgusted when he got called out. Strike three called on the outside corner. It was a great pitch, I thought. But uh, and then his, the his Philly, reaction was also great. Very entertaining. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, and the Phillies fans, of course, There's you can find some videos on social media of how the Phillies fans reacted to the manager or the um, umpire made the call Angel Hernandez there's videos of him leaving the ballpark Amazing, and we'll just say that the Philly we'll uh, say that the Phillies fans said you stink when he was going out of the you know Amazing Angel Hernandez is still around he has been in part of uh, many, 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 many controversies over the years. He has been an umpire in Major League Baseball since, like, we were small kids. I remember when Roberto Alomar and Albert Bell were spitting on each other, and Angel Hernandez was in the middle of that. And, and you got to think what Joe West is thinking watching all of this as well. Joe West, another very well-known umpire that stuck around for ages and last year finally retired. But it always brings up this question, or at least in my mind. There's been a couple of rumblings, a couple of leagues have started to do it, the Atlantic League being the main one that I've heard, out based in the East Coast, an independent partner league, partner major league, just like the Pioneer League here in out in the Rockies in Missoula with the Paddleheads. But these robo-umpires oh, with buddy. all these crazy ideas out there, and there's been some malfunctions with the robo-umpires as, as well. But I'm just curious more than anything, and anytime we see the controversies with umpires, what's your feeling on robo-umpires and Major League Baseball going more down this route with other things in the game as well, trying to freshen things up a bit? I love this question. I love that you asked me this question. I am um, passionately opposed to the influence of computers and technology on most sports. I think that analytics has had 
among the most detrimental impacts on Major League Baseball of any of the pro sports, but I think the analytics in sports, period, kills a lot of what we love about sports, the intangible elements, the it factor, the clutch gene, all the things that we talk about that cannot be measured by math and metrics and statistics. I also think, though, when you talk specifically about baseball, and one of the ways I've been involved in the game of baseball uh, in my 20s and early 30s was as one of the head umpires for the Bozeman Umpire Association when I lived in Bozeman. And I ran a lot of the uh, the U16 and U14 tournaments. I've been behind the dish for uh, dozens, if not hundreds, of games. I love umpiring. I love the concept of umpiring. I also think that umpiring and the human error that's associated with umpiring is a part of the game. If you want to go down the road of math and analytics and statistics, look into the the research that Major League Baseball does every year. They categorize and uh, analyze every single call that is made by every single Major League umpire every single year. And this amounts to hundreds of thousands of calls during a given 162-game season times 30 teams. And the last time I read about this, I haven't actually looked at this report in probably three years, but there was a great article in Sports Illustrated about this, and they estimated that human Major League umpires are about 99.7% effective. Like, they miss, like, 20 calls out of hundreds of thousands every single year. Okay, so then you could say, well, Coulter, what if one of the missed calls happens in uh, a game that clinches the division for one team. Okay, whatever. I think that the the human error involved in umping is part of the game. I, I think that the, it, 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 it's part of the fabric of the game. I think that one of the things that baseball has just shot itself in the foot in is how all of these analytics has completely warped our ability to compare numbers. It used to be throughout all of history, you could compare... Stan Musial's MVP season to uh, Robin Yount's MVP seasons. You could compare some stat lines from Babe Ruth to Barry Bonds. And you could, you know, you could make nuanced arguments over the quality of the pitchers and the size of the parks and all that stuff. But it still was pretty broadly applicable in terms of comparing the all-time greats in the game. Now, because of all these analytics, all these shifts, all these different priorities, all... 100 RBI seasons are, are so hard to come by now. It used to be that the golden number would be like 130, and then like 150 was superior. Now, if you even get to 100 RBI, that's pretty crazy. There's all sorts of other statistics like total hits and runs and total bases that are completely skewed now because everybody's trying to walk and jog and get to the three-run home run rather than playing baseball like they did for more than 100 years. So to answer your question, no to the uh, robotic umpires. No, no, no. Keep the human element within the game. Even the most egregious of blown calls is still a part of the game. Whether you're talking about football, baseball, basketball, whatever. You have to have the human element. I think that's what adds to the luster and mystique of all these sports. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. What's on the docket for the NBA playoffs, and what do we got on the docket tomorrow? We'll tell you right after this. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. The Advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the Advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. 
You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today. Or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. opening few notes of any song in the last 30 years of rock and roll is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Colter Nuanas coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Visit nwmsrocks.com to check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Missed anything in the show? You can find it all on the Nuanas Now podcast from the Montana Football Hour. Talking Gabe Solser transferring from the Grizz. Feedback from the Montana State Spring Game with interviews with Brent Vegan and Tommy Malott. Ten compelling Grizzlies to watch coming out of spring football. Ten compelling Bobcats to watch coming out of spring football. And a little bit of a blind side. Talking Cat Grizz rivalry, the Brawl of the Wild Trophy, Major League Baseball, and the National Basketball Association. You can find all of it on the Nuanas Now podcast. Proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as the Advocates. What's going down tomorrow? Well, a uh, pretty standard Tuesday. We will talk some NFL draft. That's on the horizon coming up on Thursday evening. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to see where some of the Big Sky Conference's best go, particularly Troy Anderson, the Dylan product, who was a star among stars at Montana State. Also think, though, that uh, Noah Joseph, or excuse me, Noah Ellis, uh, the big defensive lineman from Idaho. Braxton Jones, the big offensive tackle from Southern Utah. Those two guys could be big sky guys that hear their names called. I think Daniel Hardy from Montana State has an outside chance of getting drafted, but certainly I think he's going to make a team. So we'll go through all that tomorrow. We also got our Treasure State Stars, the best individual performances from around uh, the Treasure State. A business angle with Justin Angle, the overlay between business and sports. We'll talk some NBA playoffs, and who knows what else. Very much look forward to it. The NBA playoffs has a full slate of games tonight. The Celtics and the Nets are already going. The, the Nets on the brink of elimination, down 3-0. The Celtics lead 45-44 with 329 left in the first half. So can the Celtics get the sweep? Also a pivotal game five. In Philadelphia, the Raptors hanging on for dear life. Philly can close out that series as well. That one starts at 6. And then the nightcap tonight features the Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks. This is the quintessential pivotal game five with that series tied 2-2. Two to two. So that'll be a fun one as well. Uh, the NBA playoffs, definitely one of the great times of the year. I think it's as wide open as it's ever been. And we will bring you... NBA playoff action whenever we can. None tonight, but um, we'll have some throughout the rest of the week and the rest of the month. Again, speaking of the NBA, we will be doing this show on Friday from the Gray Wolf Peak Casino with some Hall of Famers. George Gervin, Artis Gilmore, Calvin Murphy, 
famed Grizz legend Michael Ray Richardson and NBA All-Star Otis Birdsong, they'll all be up there helping Grey Wolf Peak and Casino kick off the grand opening of their new sports bar up there on Everett Hill. So we'll be live from there on Friday. And then next week, we're out. I will be in Las Vegas on a little vacation, and we will not have Nuanas now next week. So very much look forward to a little time off, a little recharge, and then coming back at you with all sorts of uh, awesome content and ideas for you. Uh, so it should be fun. One last tease for a little later on. Next month, we'll also launch one of our favorite series, the Senior Spotlight, highlighting a handful of the best male and a handful of the best female athletes from around the state of Montana. This is prep athletes uh, that are seniors. So we'll very much look forward to launching that series um, when I get back, second week of May as well. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Thanks so much for being here. Always love kicking it with you, especially on a Monday. It's always fun to recap the weekend and uh, give you all my thoughts. We'll be back at it for 4 p.m. tomorrow. A whole bunch of stuff planned for you. Thanks to Jeff Safford in the back. See you tomorrow. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your eye. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.